on the seventh day, God created the right man and said, go forth with your full head of hair, my son. So church on a Sunday, as Righty will be preaching the good word of football any given Monday. This year when we went on one of those, we hadn't lost for, I think, I think it was eight in a row. Uh, and if any went missing for we on. That we're going, yeah. Ah, sweet. Yeah. yeah, so we just uh we just did hour and forty minute podcast and when I went to save it my computer crashed and it didn't back up any of the files. So we're gonna just we're gonna keep going, we're gonna try to do one again. Nice. Um yeah, we if got you, we got Eth here so we don't want to waste him. Big Ethan Wheel. Hey. We touched on him in the Facebook live. Yeah, if you um, wanna hear the hour and forty minute podcast, jump on the Facebook. Um, oh, so it's not completely gone. No, no, on, on the end of given Monday's Facebook you can see our um an hour forty minutes we just did, <laughs> and um yeah, yeah. The, the Christmas special. But unfortunately, we've lost it. So we're going to quickly jump on and put in another half an hour here. And I know uh, you got a couple of points. Oh, I got some stuff to talk about. If you yeah, throw a jump in, points. I was just thinking about questions. Who is like, I don't know if you boys look too much into um like junior ways of footy or anything like that. But I'm talking about future NRL superstars like. Those younger, yeah, like could 20s, you, 18, yeah, right, yeah, you're, you're, you're not expected home, are you? Are you good? Yeah. Yeah, sweet. I'm home by myself. Yeah, I just got to yeah, get oh, up. At, yeah. I just got to get up at 4.30 in the morning to go to work for oh, five okay. hours. I'll be right. All right, sweet. I was just thinking about um, my future NRL stars. I was looking at a whole lot's package the other day of this young kid named um, Brendan Pecora. Oh, Pecora. Yeah. Where's he from? He from? He's from the Gold Coast. He's a... Queenslander, he's a he um, plays in the back row. He played Queensland schoolboys, Australian schoolboys. Um, he played for Tweed in the Colts. I'm pretty sure he was. And they were national champs. I'm pretty sure he was Colts yeah. player of the year. And he is an absolute freak. Who's he signed with? The Broncos. These are smart, aren't they? They're, and good, then, they're getting under the Titans' guard already. Like, exactly. you like talent. And I was just looking at that. And I was thinking, how many of these young talents are out there? That sides could potentially reel in over the next few years, like another kid, Jack Harworth, who plays for. Um, he's contracted with Melbourne. He went to BBC, and he played um, Queensland and Australian schoolboys. He was the other back rower, who was another absolute freak, big, rangy, fast back rower. Um, he's another future NRL star that sides could potentially be be looking at, but. Sides like Brisbane and Melbourne have already have already got a signature. Where where along the lines do sides that don't have that much pedigree in bringing in young talent need to start looking deeper into junior footy to pick up their to like to bolster their stocks? Because obviously the Bronx are the best at it because we've got the biggest yep. range. So <laughs> Brisbane pick up kids from all these great schools in the southeast and even Gold, all the Gold Coast schools that we. Rain Superior over the Gold Coast and even up towards out out west, Roma Ways, um, up north, Gympie, all the way to Rocky. Where is what where do sides need to start thinking about righto, we need to bolster our junior stocks. Let's get some young names in. Where how far does it go? How far do you reckon? I reckon you gotta go well, with the Broncos, they go far and wide. So the all these NRL clubs, they'll be looking at kids in New South Wales country. All these national championships, they'll be tapping into. Even in New Zealand, you look at how many like Kiba bring out. They'll have tryouts, and these uh, young uh, Kiwi kids will come over and go to Kiba. 
things like that, place like that, Westfield Sports High. Mm-hmm. Western Sydney's full of super talented kids. It's just and there's a lot of those places like Westfield. You just gotta be able to prepare to make it your job, if you know what I mean. Playing and the transition from playing against kids your own age to playing against men, that's yeah. a thing. Like Sam Walker, Sam Walker, Ben Walker's son, mm-hmm. is an absolute freak. Has every has all just the skills. Is he expected to play? Canterbury Cup next year. He's home with well, the Roosters. He can't um, play till he's eighteen. Oh, he's early, Yeah, he can't so, play yeah. NRL. So I think that's the same as as uh, Canterbury Cup. Yeah. So he'll probably play SG, maybe SG ball to no, start I think with. Or he, or he has to play flag I, no, or something. Twenties. No, I think you're eligible to play. And you know, I'm pretty sure you're eligible to play Canterbury Cup. I don't think you can play no, Q you Cup you now or, until or you're seventeen. Well, eighteen now. Tom Dearden was playing Q Cup at seventeen. Was he? I'm, I'm he's yeah. playing Colts. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure you're well, allowed he, to play. You can, you can play. You can play. You can play state cup at 17, I think, but you can't play NRL till 18. You can't play. You can't play senior footy in the BRL until you're 18. Gotcha. Uh, there was Greensill and those kids at uh, West Juniors. There was some that had to wait two or three months till they turned 18 to be able to play in Dave Maiden and. So was that around so when I played for? Must did you start playing men? No, this must be only a recent thing. Oh, yeah. I played opens. When I was and fucking like 16, yeah. Like and the same thing happened uh, with that South Logan ladies team where that yeah, young yeah. chick played and she had, she was turning 18 but hadn't turned. They got yeah, the that's what Kenza's problem yeah, is they, now with Wes. And they registered her and so they'd assume, well, when we've got a rego number, we can play you. Yeah. But no, that wasn't the case. My, my first year of Colts, I used to, when we got dropped, we dropped, got dropped back to open ones. Yeah. And so we, you know. You Do you remember when we played against each other? Uh, you were about yeah, this big, hundred percent, and I gave you the Meninga. Yeah, you on that edge. Yeah, I when to I, see that. that was the yeah, thing. Yeah, I hate to see that. Is there, is there a video? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Game video? That what photo. were you playing for, Mitchie? Yeah. Yeah. Who were you playing that for? Fernie. That photo. Oh. That photo. We beat them once, and they beat us a second time. And all my mates were in their side, like two grades going at No it. shit. And oh, I, were you playing fullback? He was about uh, half. I was playing no half. Shit. That. He this was, is the he best story I've big. ever heard. Eh? He loaded up on me, and I gave him on this out ball. So right man gave him this one right in the face. The big on his feet. <laughs> That's like me in that photo, and he, and he was. I didn't think it was him later on when I seen him because, and Lukey Russell, another bloke I became mates with later, played. Yeah, because you were like a beanpole. Yeah, yeah. He stood on the, the side line. and you couldn't see him. He was like two dimensional, like an A4 sheet. I was of like, paper. How, how young is this bloke? And then I then I remembered half these blokes were guys fringe cults. Yeah, and they seemed like you've had different blokes all the time because you know how with these um, partnerships, in the beginning you got heaps of players. Oh yeah, then it know? just drops. Yeah, then they get injured. The cults lads need them, or guys decide to leave. Blokes cracking the shits and all that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. So right, man, just introduce our guest a bit because some people just listen to this all and right. not watch the. Bo- we'll do. We'll <laughs> do a do over hour and forty. Okay. Up and coming West Brisbane Panthers outside back Ethan Wheel. Ethan, just we'll go again. Yeah, we've already done this once, but a uh, little bit about yourself. Where'd you play junior footy? Yeah, uh, I played me juniors at Mitchie when went down when I was ten. Went all the way through till I was eighteen. Then found myself at North for a little bit, and now I'm at West. Um, and I heard you played with a Mr. Snow that uh, you wanted. Uh, Dean Snow. <laughs> you, right. he's a, you got to get him on the show. He's just, he's a bloke you have to listen to talk to to know how shit it is. That, it's a controversial this goes to another question. Who would you say is the best player you played with oh, who could have made it Dean but Snow. chose not to? Hands Dean down. Snow. Yeah, fair One enough. of the greatest leaders I've played under 
He's a leader Inspir- of men. Inspira- inspirational. The man who can just make blokes just, lift around him. Yeah, he's just a... He's one of the most inspirational young blokes I've ever played under. He won a premiership under him when we were 15 and mate, he got up there and spoke for, I reckon, 10 minutes. Just inspiration. Personified. personified. I think he still likes telling us about he this loves premiership, it, doesn't he? which is good. Him and Laney on out is probably the best thing I ever hear yeah, all the time. It's the biggest mismatch of oh, and And Snowy oh is full God. fucking serious. <laughs> And well, he, they're mates, are they? Yeah. yeah and he, they, and they love getting into he, a bit. They love getting into some He says something and becomes the target for Lane. Oh. <laughs> and Lane starts carving How do they know each other? Just, Just from Mitchie. Because oh, yeah. Snowy played, when he was floating, and he played a few. He was, uh, yeah, three Jace made him captain. Yeah. Yeah. And he played a bit of three. Really sucked him. When he got crook. <laughs> I can see why, too. And um, he, like... He was trying to play in that nineteen side with ETH, but he had a few health problems and he came back and he ended up playing. He started off on that nineteen side, yeah. But yeah, he started well and then and just he dropped back. Always went well in threes, but he's just a, a fellow who thinks that the sky's the limit when how can I put this? You're promising me the pyramids and you're delivering sandcastles, big guy. Put your bucket and shovel away and just come play at Mitchie. We do love you, Snowy. We do you're love a good you, mate. Man. <laughs> See you at the tab tomorrow. Yeah, Roddy would be signing babies from three. <laughs> yeah, he'd be signing them with the name Joe Scully as well. So Dano's uh, six UDLs deep from the last podcast. Yeah. That's since I've been here. Oh, been, yeah. yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Would you say, friend of the show, one of West Mitchell's great characters, Masalis Alexander? You know? We, who would be, yeah, one of the great guys. Looks like Virat Kohli. He fucking does. He, he has a strike rate in rugby league like Virat has with the bat, too. He's got a mustache that he's had since he was six, I think. Yeah. Virat Kohli. <laughs> uh, Virat, a.k.a. Masalis Alexander, better football than Dean Snow? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh did I say that out loud? <laughs> yeah. No, no. I thought that was a bloke yelling from next door, listening to the podcast. <laughs> Down the road. But no one disagreed to that, Dane. No one disagreed. Okay, good. Well, right. Masalis. Masalis just has that black magic, you know? Oh, try-scoring beast. He's, Mate, got, we, he's got good hands. He can take a whack. They, they, he can jam, okay. too, if he hits a bloke. That year we played oh. 18s when he was fit under Hilly. Fuck, he was... I remember when he was played. playing at Arana when I used to play him. He was fucking lost like, um, quick. That game we played at Pine Central, we lost by a, a penalty goal. We lost by two points. It was 10-12. And this is eight weeks after they'd beaten us 46-4 or something, yeah. Mitchie. We went there and we give it to him. And um, Masalis was playing on the wing for us. Um, and he didn't look out of place at all. He got the call up midweek because we had an injury. And he came out. Caught every pill that come his way, mm. ran it back hard, got jammed just as many times as he made meters, but he fucking never shot away. He's a little he's, solid prick, and he he's got hands like fucking like a surgeon. Like he never dropped a pill, got feet like a ballerina. He steps around any cunt, and he just finds his way onto his front every time. And you think, look at you think, how the fuck have you not been murdered yet, champion? You should have been fucking put on your back fifteen times. That he <laughs> somehow worms his way on his front. Springs to his feet, plays the ball, and he's back on his wing. It's like, well, you're not bad for a little fat, uh, I can veer out looking abo fella, you know? Yeah, he got <laughs> You've done well for we yourself. D- we discussed this on the Facebook Live before how there are players who just, just have got it. Just yeah, do they've it. got it. You can't explain bit of zing, why. You know? yeah. bit, of, bit of flavor. Brings a bit of ad lib, a bit of flavor. You know, like there's blokes you go out, and blokes like Dano, got a bit of banter, good with the ladies, you know. <laughs> Liven up Like you're at the old orderly There's a few people Busting out the karaoke Often rooster 
singing baby <laughs> i've been watching you and everyone, <laughs> everyone starts cheering on when this is on there's just some people who've got it all right so we discussed a little bit about your pre-season mm. it's going well yep going well like i said we went back a little bit later this year later in november um went for about four weeks it was pretty tough then we got three weeks off so a little bit longer than most clubs would say and then we just hit the ground running and right into the season how has it changed compared to what you were doing 12 months ago I think we're doing a lot more, uh, how do I say, positional-wise shit. So the OBs, outside backs, will be doing a lot of shit together. Yeah, halves, hookers. Work at bikes, football education. And, like, yeah, that's with sort of thing. Middles, yeah. Like, what would you be your bit, biggest criticism as Trigger as a coach so far? Like, what do you put it out there? He has a long memory. I wouldn't say that to <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, Trigger, great coach. Unbelievable. <laughs> There'd be no sledging of Trigger. <laughs> nah, Not yeah, under no, my watch, so, anyway. Yeah. Trigger, we I, love I, you. I can tell you what time we train at Mitchie if you want. <laughs> I guarantee if you sledge Trig, <laughs> don't worry about going to West training. <laughs> Kimmy had some comments the other night. Oh, yeah, this is interesting. Just throwing this Is up. that the thing you sent me? Yeah. Is this, um, I didn't read it. Oh, well, just... Uh, Kimmy Ingebrigtsen, friend of the show, we're getting him on here. He just voiced some opinions with the West president, just how <laughs> he hopes that West... They're due for some success because it's been a while. I think they won... I think it was 2011. Ten year, yeah, near 10 2011 years ago, and it? 2010, they, they just missed a grand final. They won it in the Fogs, which is now the BRL. Yeah, I agree. And the year. And Colts. And, yeah, and the Colts not long before that, and Trig coached them both. Yeah. So is he the prophet? I don't know, but he's a man who do, will know how to lead you out of it. Be big if. And then do. the debate went on between the West president and him about how. It's not about winning, it's about developing players, etc., which a fair point. Kim replied with, you spend a lot of money, you buy the best coach, you go and buy good players. The BRL is not a development league. It's n- and he did question how strong the actual competition was. And when you look back to it, uh, we're, we're, yet to, we're yet to see how strong like Brighton and these sort of... Pine Rivers Isn't it how they first started when they when it came back? All those, yeah, and then they that scrapped wasn't it. As strong as fogs. Not even that, but like as Roddy and I, Roddy picked me up tonight, and as we were saying in the car on the way here, especially for sides that are trying to expand, sides that are trying to go from like trying trying to be promoted from BRL to Cup, Cup, or sides that are trying to be promoted from their their reserve grade sides to their the BRL sides. You need a couple of things. You need good players. You need... Fucking cash. Cash and success. We're the three things Roddy and I yep. talked about. And you can have as much cash and as many good players as you want, but without success, like West can't show up on the door of, of the Queensland Rugby League next year and say, hey, we want to go with the big dance. They say, well, you haven't done shit yet. Yep. You've got a couple of minor premierships. You've, gone, you've been the best. You've been one of the best sides for years, but... There's no flags hanging up at your joint, is there? So there's like rightly so, exactly, and like and and everyone at West knows that. Trigger knows that. Trigger knows he. Oh. Trigger's Trigger will be the first one to tell you that last year means fuck all. Yeah, he's like we were the best side all year, but that doesn't mean shit because as soon as the big dance came, because Wyndham got the trophy. Exactly, exactly. It, the trophy's at their place, not at ours. So that's the thing. You're looking at promotion and delegation, all that sort of shit. You're looking at sides coming up, sides going down. You can't expect to be called up. Like the ult- obviously, the ultimate goal is to go up. The ultimate goal for 
Wes is to go to cut the cut. Go, yeah. go play your cut. And we'd all want to see but, that. But without good players, cash and success, and there's, there's there's no there's no two of the three, there's no one of the three. You have to have all three. There's no way it's going to happen without all three. Well, and you look at it too. You, as a business model, you've got to know what you want. You've got to know what helps you develop, what will strengthen your organisation and what will help you achieve the goals that you have as a business. Peter Luckman's very successful in his business stuff. He has therefore gone on, he's gone. To, he's identified what he needed and Triggs, the sort of coach with, a, with cup experience, has been in Melbourne Storm Systems before. He provides, you know, on, from that point of view, what they need. But it doesn't matter if you've got the best of everything if you're not winning. And the thing too... The league needs Wes, I reckon. Oh, and North we uh, yeah. and we as people who live in this area, we want West to survive and we want him back. The Interest Super Cup slash Q Cup has been a graveyard for clubs since it started in ninety six. I'll name I reckon I could rattle off ten teams easy that have died. Were Twi- brothers there for a little bit? Brothers were there in the beginning, coached by uh, Zach's uh, father-in-law, Donnie Gaylor. Oh, really? In the beginning, yeah. There you go. And then, okay, so, brothers died. Uh, the Clydesdales died. There was Brothers Valleys had a team for one year. That died. Um, the Gold Coast Reserve Grade, they were, the Gold Coast um, Chargers had a reserve grade. They were called the Gold Coast Vikings. They died. Uh, Cairns. Cairns used to be called the Cyclones. Well, they're just that, normal that now. They, yeah, and they died. They, they were a whole new organisation. Bundaberg had a team. Bundy. But when you mad. when you, but, trip it's when you um, when you've got that many sides dying, it makes you realise that without, as we say, money, success, and good players, you can't you can't continue. So if you, even if you even if you've made your promotion and you've got your money and your and your, and your good players, without the success, you're going to die eventually. Yeah, but I think at the top of the triangle, it's just money. Yeah, yeah, obvi- obviously, yeah. but like and you still need all three. Like money can take you a long way, but if you don't have success and good players, money can't keep you there for long. You know, like the same as a lot of Gold Coast sides, especially Gold Coast sides that have made the NRL. Money's there, success nowhere, good players nowhere, gone. And even if you get up there and you have money and good players, that's all right. Gold Coast had Waldy Lewis sign for for, for yeah, captain coach man. exactly mm. captain coach m- m- money good players no success see you later you need you, there's no two of the three it's all three especially when you're in a business of promotion and delegation so if you want to be promoted get all three if you don't want to be delegated keep all three you know and that's the thing to give these and for the um to give the pathways to these kids you got to give them something to be aiming for. I'd like to see him in some in the maybe even a, a twenty side again, like you've had nineteens that year, yeah. something like that. Maybe not Colts straight away. Colts might like, be too full there on. There's a twenties comp this year, isn't there? I think. There's talk oh, of they it. They say it but, every year, but but there was a thing. Wes have yeah talked that, about that, that's this. That's the thing since that comes. That is a thing that comes up every year. That you promised a a twenty a twenties a twenty one since that nineteens year where you played wheels. Um, there's been a talk of the. A 19s comp, 20s, 21s, and it never happens. You can't get enough boys. And maybe three clubs will say, yeah, we've genuinely got 
17 blokes Last year, here. they were going to have a 21. It was, they, they it was West it. Juniors and Winham Juniors. Yeah, but who, only two, which is why West Juniors were to forced to make opens. Twos. They had to respect go back to their respective open uh, twos open divisions. Yeah. Yeah. They play ones this year. They're going to try. They're talk, yeah, they're going to try and get three teams and the return three of teams. the Grove Bears. They try and link up something there. Need a lot of play. Uh, two teams. Home, you're go, go home. Two team to the Re- Bears. The return. I'm going there for a drink tomorrow night. That's as close as I'm getting to leaving. Oh. Unless they they don't have any cash. Unless they not, for, not for you. <laughs> not for you. <laughs> Sell out with you, Roddy. Roddy, have you been to? So you've been. Did you go like last year and the year before down the Fennigrams have? I Christmas was a little. It was okay. We just got a small crew. Last year I was not bad. Years. Could have been better. I would, Explain what's the difference though between the old oh, and the in new. In the old Fernie Grove Tav, <laughs> it was at the opposite end of the car park. They'd get a band playing. And for the younger boys, if you wanted a Christmas Eve route, you go to that motherfucker. Freddie did so know this because he. What's that? So I was got one last year. Well, there year. you go. So if I was Zach Finn, I'd be there about 2 hours in the RV, camping in a spot yeah. and just Zach, knocking back some $5 Put drink. the bags down and yeah. just take them to the... Let me handle... Hang Actually, no. I'll look after No, you. these days, I promise you, keep the bags on you because bitches these days love that shit, all right? Just rowling off the Keep the bags and on you and say, yeah... You want a route, you get on the bag. Don't so you it, had baby. you had in the old days, you had everybody from around the area of about, I don't know, probably 10 years apart going down there at different stages, booming on. And it shut about 11. You would have been there since 4 o'clock in the Arvo. So you, you paro. Uh, yeah, someone goes, oh, you want to come back to my place? You're there. You, what, you, but it had a getting, s- sweet, the beer what? garden was a thing. Why, did, that, why did they change it? I don't know. Just, they were, just cause? They just fucked up. Because like, I can't remember what it used to be like. playing inside, the beer garden used to be chockers. It was like them old school pub photos. wasn't many dramas. Blokes were going down there to either see people or try their luck with the ladies. Things like that. Good times there. People are blind. Go off like you're the ACs have. You're just, <laughs> you're just doing your best. Now, last year... Kind of like that kind of atmosphere. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, but except spread across... Well, that's better than age. what it is now. Now, the way it is now, it... They didn't even have anybody playing tunes last year, and I thought there was some tunes on. We're going, I was blokes. It was just like a normal day there, and there was a few more blokes there. Yeah, and then I asked them. I said, "Don't you have music playing?" I thought I read that, and they had a look, and I said, "No, nah, sorry, we don't." Well, hopefully they've taken that well, on board. They said there's live music. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it last year, and they added a couple raffle things like that to attract people to go down. Is well, Big Dave will be joining us. He's coming for a little bit, but he can't stay for long. He's got some mates to see and shit, but he's gonna. Show his face. Yeah, fair enough too. But that's good. And things like that, you get people down there or people here and you've it becomes a meeting spot. And that's the thing, like Dean Snow will be there. Dean Snow, well that's good. There'll be some good tales. Oh it, yeah. And the lad's single too now. Yeah, he's back on. There'll it. be some ladies that dig that grand final story, I'll give you the tip. And you got <laughs> They didn't promote How old are you, fourteen? They they didn't promote the whole thing. They could have got Put signs up out the front. People drive past regularly. They've only just started flogging it on the Facebook, which is smart. Get out there, get people sharing it and that. Now it's been promoted a lot more. You just get the signage out. You get all that sort of stuff so people know it's on. When you're out at Fernie, and there's not a lot to do on Christmas Eve if you want to go for a sip because you're not going too far. Join shut at midnight. You just settle in and get on it. I don't it know was a good I'd, social event. I don't know if there's much ways you're going to promote it without... Word of mouth, really, especially on a day like Christmas Eve. Word of mouth's big. If, like, if you boys hadn't told me about, I wouldn't know. Oh, I had no idea. Last year, you hit me. Yeah, in the old days. So that's the thing. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of word of mouth, and especially because um, 
a lot of people around this time of year have plans. They got sh- they got shit doing, or, yeah. and even if they don't have shit doing, they they're more than happy to rest up because they know tomorrow's going to be a big day. Or the Mate, so I, it's I, just I, like I'm going to I'm going to have a drink year. with him to celebrate your nuts being all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had one. I had one. You're talking about nuts and small pieces. Um, <laughs> I, I had. Uh, I wasn't actually this one. <laughs> this <laughs> one year, I met like it. I met Sival and Cole Holcomb down there, right at the Fernie Grove. Is that whose place he went to that night? I dragged them all back to my house. One yeah. night he shared a cab with me. Yeah, he said he had to go to his mate's party. Anyway, I jumped out and he went to your so place. So Christmas Eve, he's rotten, bro. Oh mate! As soon as he gets to my house, he he declose everything he's right there, I was so this about, is Chris I, yeah i got about 30 people around there he's walking around naked right he's been on speed like the whole afternoon and so his, pe- like his already, penis is pretty much is. inside him and he's I, walking I around with just night. just walking around with that third nut hanging with out and just, yeah <laughs> it's uh yeah and i it's it's just like that's what it creates for a new year for a christmas eve anyway so if you t- he tell him if he likes if he likes sad days he can come around to my place as well yeah nice Cole, I don't know. He's kind of settled down a bit. Yeah, yeah he's changed. How, how that story yeah. unfolded with me, he kept saying to me, let's get, we'll get cab. Can I come and hang out at your place for a while? And I, was, I didn't realize how out there he was. <laughs> like, and then and then you've rung him or he's rung you in the cab and you go, oh, that's all right. I'll go to my mate's place. Yeah. And I kept thinking that for ages. And then you told me that story years later. I go, I remember this now. He was an absolute mess. See, that's the thing. You have a local place like that, you can promote things. And back then, the tavern had a team. So the the lads from the footy club... Or Where'd they play? Mitchie. Oh, that's all Mitchie, right. yeah. And this year, they want... If West Juniors want to play at a Pertel, they want to get them, trying to link up mm. something with them and then be their threes out there. We'll see if it happens. I hope it does. So, you've uh, given <laughs> up the piss after New Year's or anything to concentrate on your footy stuff? I'll probably ease up a little bit, I think. Yeah. What, do, what do you think about... The, you, you go balls to the wall right pre-season then you get this gap and uh-huh. I feel like the boys like I, I always used to be like oh sweet I'm putting the work now I go crazy and then I get back to it and I'm like starting I've come like like 75% now I've gone back to 30% yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's fucking hard eh? especially because we got three weeks off this year so we get a week longer mm. it's just yeah I, I think you just got to manage it probably do your own shit which I've been trying to do that happened with uh, Eth Pringle last year. I was told. <laughs> he was training. He was training to dip switch, and then he Eat went to Bali. that little shit. He went to Bali with his mom. He went to a couple of festivals. And never came went, back. Went back to Ippy training, and they'd cranked up the training. <laughs> and then he thought, "This is not for me. I'm bailing out." And then, voila! We said, "We know a place that'll cater for your needs. Roll into Mitchie before June 30." And yeah. you'll be a star, son. Cruise around here, fat boy. We can use you. And he, <laughs> and he still killed it. Didn't he ever? So that's the thing. So how many games you reckon you would have played there? What, 50 to 100? At West? Yeah, you'd be close. Count 19's games. You'd be I'd be in near 70. on 100, if that. Yeah, that's a See, I didn't play the start of the year in yeah. 19's. I was back with you which is fucking unreal <laughs> if we do have a yeah we had a, I, didn't, I didn't i didn't want to go back up remember when i got called yeah. but um and then yeah i'd be yeah, near yeah. on that i think yeah nice congratulations yeah. on almost 100 games thanks man 100 games <laughs> you would have seen quite snow. a few footy dicks wouldn't you seen a few now yeah, such as my rough old age of 20 so yeah fuck yeah well freddy freddy might, might need to to i need <laughs> to start club slutting <laughs> just so i can see extra footy dick go eh? <laughs> like you get over the same couple of dicks like all the normal dicks, and then Wexy and the kids got their horse in the, the corner. The kid, what's but he then fucking doing? Like, the kid, just, he's just back with us, bro. Yeah, because yeah. he came yeah. to us and training. Then, yeah, because he's like, been on the roids, and then he gets on the pierce, then back on the roids. 
then he gets in the dressing shed and he's still the largest cock of anyone I've ever seen. And he's fucking 14 years old or whatever he is. So he's unbelievable. It's <laughs> 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 incredible. Good Kid, thing, uh, well, yeah, Dana, what do you think about that Melbourne centre that they're thinking of putting in? Uh, you know, oh. the centre of Melbourne? <laughs> Jerome. Not a fan of Jerome No, no, I'm a fan of Jerome Hughes But not in the centres There is zero chance that Jerome Hughes will be in the centres I'm just about You brought it up, didn't you? I'm almost prepared to guarantee Who did you hear it from? Just some bloke, you know Yeah, drop some names right Yeah, let's go I'll describe a place He may be the future governor of California That narrows it down I'm almost guaranteed He may be he may have a high up position at a, a cup club. He may be Stephen Johnson. Um, I reckon maybe. maybe. <laughs> I can almost guarantee Jerome Hughes is not going to play in the centres. I'm wondering. Well, I didn't even think of it until you said it, but I don't reckon he'd go that bad. That's not. I, for, that's not. I don't know who else they have. I'm wondering if they're going to pull a diamond out of the rough with one of these younger guys. Is well, anyone in the lower grades? Do you guys realise Tom Eisenhuth is a gun? He's and, a good player, and yeah. he's a back row centre, and he's got. Um. Good credentials. Who's that fucking? <laughs> who's that? Who's that real hot cunt they got? Shandor. Shandor. Yeah. Shandor. This fucking sex that on legs cunt. Yeah. That wasn't hard he's to work out. That one. But he's, he's a gun outside. Yeah, he's a he's gun outside. That, They've got this many good outside backs. There's no reason to need to play a bloke. That far out of position. What's Shandell Earl's preferred position? Winger. He's Wing. a dinger. Oh, yeah. he would have. I was thinking about it the other day. But when did he get banned? Twenty thirteen, and he his, appealed it a couple of times, and they yeah. he that, played his fiftieth NRL game. Think about it, he would have. Oh I yeah, would have played a bit of rep. It's if ironic. He never got on the fucking. It's ironic peps. too. Like if he hadn't had his dramas, he might have even been in England now, not playing in the NRL. You mm. know what I mean? Like have hit the trail. Yet you and you get to go. And he talked about. They always talk about when they go to. No, I can drive. When they go to these. You know, real good clubs there's, that are well There's coached. no cops around this time of year, bro. Oh, he's in my car, so don't worry. I'll drop him off. <laughs> you know when you go to clubs where coaches are big on big on football IQs and things like that? Places like um, uh, Hasler's big on it. He's big, he made them all by iPads and you've sends a, sh- a shit ton of video. Mm. Cherry Evans made a joke that if he watched any more video, he wouldn't see his kids. <laughs> if had. And like same Shandall and that they talk about how they never really learnt to play footy. Have you listened to his podcast? Yeah, yeah, it's the no, one where he no. talks about how fucking different it was when he went there. Yeah, he thought he knew footy, and then he and went, just things like shit. they do at Melbourne, like um, they'll have shit up on the scoreboard playing while they're training at the stadium and things like that. And and it'll be things like little one percent plays, like you know, someone's chasing a bloke and there's no chance to catch him, but he chases him eighty meters just on the chance he could fall over or drop yeah. the ball. Where if you don't, he gets back up and scores. It'll happen the one time out of a yeah. thousand. Yeah, and those sort of things where and, and they didn't understand like how certain systems work. And I bet you some blokes are like that with Trig. Like this is no offense to any other coach that have been there, but when you speak with Trig. You know how he is. He knows how to break things down simply, but it's very effective and yeah. it's very particular. Oh, and you know, we'll be doing something and we'll be fucking up, and we'll stop it, come and tell you fucking up, explain it a bit, and then you just go, "Oh shit!" Like the slight sw- yeah, the light like, switch goes. Me, in your why hand. didn't I? I'm a dumb cunt, sort of thing, you know. And but, it's like when you're doing a move, like like the block shape thing. When I when I Freddie you take it, love the block, block shape. tool, block tool, block. Yeah, that's it's a lot right, of fun. Right, his favorite play is a block shape. Oh mate, if it was up to me, we do one <laughs> block shape, 
I'm a you gun could, at the you block would, save, bro. You would feed it. You'd feed. You'd give it to him. He'd, Dana would do the block save. He's too busy hit, shooting in defence. He'd hit Hendo on a short <laughs> ball, and we'd be sweet. That's all we'd do. Yeah, Salas or Hendo running a line, and that's how we'd make breaks on edges. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd I, be more than happy, Dick, if I was having a block save. Oh, like, <laughs> sneaky, this is the inside for anyone who verses with Mitchie next year. If if I'm in the halves, I'm not throwing out the back, all right? It's going to the back. It's going to probably Matty it's Smith. It's going to the front of Nathan. It's, yeah, Nathan Smith. or Matty Smith every day. Because you know why? Not because they run good lines. Because I'm not game enough to throw 10 <laughs> metres. I'd rather throw two metres right here. And because a couple of years ago, Matty Smith scored a good try off my pill. And that was... When, but I recall that. You, well. That's when off you, my whole career. When you go career. through the block shape, right? When you look at any club, and not talking high levels and stuff, but the amount of times I have to tell people, do you understand that... It, you're trying to get them to make the decision where, you know, when the fullback's already yeah, out yeah, wide, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Some blokes just run it and, like, yeah. not run it. Fucking because, no, they but, just no run the it. thing is, because the block shape is such an elementary play these days, people think, oh, we're just running a block, so it's just a... It's it's just a movement of... of uh, oh, it's like, you, you think about it, you think about block shape as, huh. It's, yeah. it's supposed to be a block shape. It's supposed to be... you got a lead runner and a jockey and they're both supposed to be starting straight, coming in... And then moving to their spots and hitting the line hard, where in reality it's just blokes going. Oh. Yeah, the best and way the, the thing, best way I've heard the sorry too. right the best just before I forget this because I will something okay. here because you don't dog shit the um the, the 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 best way I've heard it described us a couple of my coaches is you're trying to run you're running an obstruction with the referee not pulling it yeah. up. So you, you, you want to be on the inside of the shoulder of your front mm. runner, but but he'll never pull it up if it's that close, you know. But so. only it's pulled up and what NRL. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. Never get pulled up in cup. That's Mate, the thing. The amount of times it fucking happens everywhere. And that's the thing with it. Melbourne do it at as I precisely the right time when they've stripped numbers and that. And you can do a variation on it. We don't have to do the full hit the bloke out the back where you can you can vary it up where you you run that shape, but then you hit when you go to the lead runner and then he tips it to someone like, say, Salah, where if you had a big front rower who could use the footy, where he's got him committed because someone's hung on the fullback, then you get a guy like Salas sort of doing a... He's going out, Salas cuts back in on an inline, on a short ball, something like that. You can vary that up, and that's sort of the thing you can do. You've got to move blokes around, though. Mm. And if you just like how Dana was saying, they just waltz yeah, through it. They just walk down and go, oh, you, might as well, you might as well just go to the line in pairs. You may as well just fucking run one out, because that's pretty much what... Because like, you're not selling it on anyone. If the lead runner hits the ball, he's got You know the one bloke who's got to make the decision if he's throwing it short or going out the back, you know, when he gets held up, that's a chase sort of thing? Yeah. And it's just, and, yeah. And things like that. It doesn't work we're if you're not that. running it properly, but, you know. Yeah, we're, we're with that. I'd like to see, like, depending where you're playing. Is this Trig's level, got is, that. Is this level two coaching coming in? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we've got to have, have a guy pushing around the middle. So if you run this block shape thing, we don't have to always go out wide. We can turn it back in if the situation uh, evolves in that way, where they're off and they're starting to drift. So a lot of people start drifting. Old mate gets a bit lazy. If you've caught out, say, a guy like, who's a big, slow, dopey fella? Who's a bagger? Uzi's just made a tackle on the inside, so he's patting himself on the back. Fat, slow, useless. So all of a sudden, you've got, say, a Hendo, and Hendo picks his moment, or Willow, who are quick. They're back there, and they come in, disguised, coming in on this inline. Even if they're not going to get it, they're there. So it gives the ball player options to dummy, 
Because when slides start drifting, if you go, you know, you'll get them. Not everybody uh, keeps their honesty on the inside. So you've got to test that out. So if you've got to have that fullback pushing in, or it doesn't have to be a fullback, it's just got to be someone quick, could be a quick lock, something like that. He's pushing up. That starts holding them up. So next time you set up on the block shape, everyone's got to stay honest and they have to drift or they have to or they have to release or they have to go. That's what good sides do, but like you expect a good side. That's what like you look at the Roosters, that's what they do every every mm-hmm. single play ever, Tedesco's there. On the inside, on the inside. He's so dangerous and powerful. Every great side has, like, it's not even like, say they're on a block shape. There's not a spoken thing that we're going to have an inside runner. Tedesco just does it because yeah, that's Tedesco. Literally bodies and like, and, everyone and, and every time they do, say that they've got two forwards here with a tip on, there's no reason for Tedesco to be there, but he sniffs. That's the reason that great sides are great because they've got. That 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 full like it's mainly a fullback thing. The fullback that just is there, snooping the whole time. And how many times do fullbacks make breaks off great offloads or score tries off? There's a there's a, there's a play going on out here, but they've somehow found themselves with the pillow back on the inside, or even not even on the inside. Once the once the breaks made on the outside, because they were pushing up, bodies in motion, they're there once the breaks made. To receive a pill back on the inside, or even that's if they don't get it, and that's and that's where Turbo does most of his damage. You look most of him, him, it, Cherry, he, and like, yeah. and Jakey do and it they so have well. That little three triangle thing where he floats around. His ball playing, he still hasn't got the the passing skills. Like Brett Stewart was the fucking had fucking fantastic skills. Like and he could do those catch and passes. It was like another five eight at the back he's his coach so he's still developing that he's a big body so there's your decoy too so you run this show you run this play once where you've hit someone like a hendo or a quick moving uh even a, a blindside winger coming in they're all of a sudden got to be they've got to be honest for it and they have to keep looking fuck is he going to get it is he going to get it I'm a, then you can start throwing dummies or you can actually hit that block shape because they've sort of overcompensated and overread it. Most time, if you get burnt on something, you'll try and overcompensate to fix it. Mm. It's human nature. And you think, so you'll overchase where you did, you underchase the first one, you'll overchase the second time. So you've you got to play the cards with that. And, and to be able to drag that out of people, you have to be pushing up everywhere. Everyone's got to, you can't miss your assignment running your route as they would say in the NFL if you're not there to drag people or like away from defenders you're not doing your job and then you can't without shape if you're not pushing up in shape even you get in the blind side you call an oranges ball and you hit one on the blind side worst comes to worst you're going to run an arrow on a blind and come back into the ruck things like that it's just one marker takes a half step to look at you especially if it's a big strong bloke like a big Sammy or someone or Groz like Groz like thing him just and then not giving it to him He's a big body, but he's a big cell. So you've got to be doing that. Yeah, so you can, like, just there's a cell. Dana with the old triple dummy back in. Those sort of things work. And the triple all, dummy works, brother. Let me tell you that. And you they, never see a rat anymore, eh? No, not no. at all. No. Or a mouse trap or any of that fucking good stuff. And then you have like, oh, well. he throws a triple dummy, dummy into one of these big pigs, holds it up. They're starting to look. That's when Hendo or someone or Smoking. you coming out of ho- hooker come... That was that Pick game. That, that game. That game I played for you last year, right? In reverse Aspley, it came out. Had big Marshall on the edge. It was just a sort of a, a double pump to Marshall. Got everyone interested, and then Hendo pops back up. Not even on. Not even on the inside. So Marshall's too wide. Give him. A, give him a sort of a show. Draw it. 
draw someone's eyes and then just give it short to Hendo and let him go to work. It's and then he, he put Laney over. Yeah, just yeah. It, it, you just got it enough enough of a not even a dummy, just a pump to the big fella, take the eyes, make the feet turn, and then a bit of speed, not even inside, just off your hip there, enough speed to just dominate, just just pick someone out for having the wrong footwork. You know? I tell you what, Marshall Ty is a special talent. Fuck that yeah. kid, he was playing knockout against Fafita and all these uh, real good footballers. Like we talked about, where where they got to go to find these sort of kids. I reckon the country, I reckon the country are right with them. I agree. But you've also got to help them with the transition if you want to bring them into the big smoke, because it's not for everybody. It doesn't matter how big a city is; it's still a city. You know exactly. things like that. So you have guys like that that can use a footy, mate. I would put him up against. If Marshall had a passing comp with any of our halves, he'd be almost beating. Scraper can throw a long ball at times, and like. And he gets nervous. Andy, <laughs> yeah, what about NRL players? Let's no, talk NRL. NRL. <laughs> <laughs> I put, okay, added guys in the NRL. Let me see, in the halves and that. Think about you look this. at it too. Travojevic, same sort of thing. Travojevic passes as good as any half in the game yeah. and bangs. They were talking about one game, someone got hurt. So he said he pushed Dylan Walker to the centres. He went to 5'8". And Desi got wind of it and said, no, no. <laughs> no, move around, leave him there, and put someone in the centre. There's blokes like that, but bigger bodies that can, like as you said, J- Jake Travojevic is the catalyst for it. He played in the Australia game. Munster played one five eight, and then Cherry Evans was the other and five had, eight. And, that, and because, they had the two because runners. Jake Travojevic was the half. He was there, and he was the one catching the ball off the hooker and coming to the line, either throwing short to another forward, either throwing inside to the fullback, or throwing a ten meter cutout ball to one of his five eights yeah. on either edge. And it worked brilliantly. When you got a bloke like that who can use the ball, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It just make adds a different element to and the game. And Glenn Stewart did the same thing. Oh, yeah, and Glenn Stewart thing he was great Chesia, with the ball. Chesia first came into grade, and they're like, oh, he'd give it to Cherry Evans or whoever and set up something. If Cherry would either run or and just give it, that, to, and give it that, to the and they had out the back. R- and they had that right side with Watmo on that edge. They had Jamie Lyon outside, mm. and he had like either Wolfman or Hopper outside him. And he had... Brett Stewart's uh, adjusting and floating around who could read the things where to go. It's important to have that smart half. Like we're just saying there in that game the boys played in my side and Joey, Joey and Dano get on a page. Old mate bites on Big Marshy because Big Marshy is a big threat and they set something up and then next thing Laney's scoring in the corner off Joey's ball. This is the thing. We've got to... And we've got to continue this improvement on teaching people how to play football because there's no point just going out there. Structure's good. We all got to play it at some times, but there are time, you've got to know how to play football. It. Yeah, and it's not even just playing, but it's watching football too. You got to know how to Eyes look up. at look at a game and see, even from a like a, a spectator's view, you got to be able to look at a game and say, "Wow, this like this just happened. Wow, that just happened." So then, when you get into the game, you can say, "Well, watch these blokes play a month ago." And I saw that that back rower, every single time they threw a short ball, or every every time they went to that edge, he was biting on the short. So then you know to take it to the line and throw out the back. So you, it's just, just just watching footy makes that much of a difference. You're like me. You watch it and you can see where someone turned in, or if the marker didn't tie in quick enough. Things like how it unfolds. And sometimes you can't help that. Sometimes attack just beats defence. Like 
when mm. Smith jumps out and he and he threads you on his block shape because yeah. they've rolled you, they were just too good for you at times. Yeah. And you've got to wear that. So you can't have going in there and spraying blokes. But where blokes are making lazy efforts, like the shutting the gate thing on these plays, where if you're there, you've got to put your body in front of them. And that's, yeah. that's one thing that irks me as a coach, if blokes are not putting their body in front of them. And, like, these sorts of things, you can... There are certain scenarios in a game where you can't you can't plan to you can't plan for. A winger gets hurt. Well what can you do there? Or they put up a bomb and a winger gets out jumped by a big tall guy, big athletic bloke, and like a Ferguson or a and he did it and he did it to Clint Gutherson. Mm, well, especially because yeah. obviously wing, like wingers in the attacking team, they've got all the yeah, know, they're so much harder as a defensive the, winger to get up. As a defensive winger, you're trying to come yeah. off. You're not because you can't be too far back, or else they run yeah. uphill. But you got to come off sort of the back fence to try and defend them screaming at you. And if the half's got a good kicking game, he's put it in a perfect yeah. spot at a perfect height, or it's a contest. Between you, the center, the winger, the sideline, the the try line, like you got so many things to think about, and this just just makes it almost impossible. So I, yeah. it'd be a, a vicious. I just want to ask, boy. can yeah, I just well, ask Ethan while I think of it again? Because I'm good fucking, on. No, I'm I proud of you. This is so, the most questions. Yeah, so you've what, ever what happened Eth, last week? We talked about. Um, it might have been the week before. We talked about the. This is changing sports, but um, the cricket um, with uh, Steve Smith and that coming back into the Australian team. Yeah. And I had about three or four people reach out to me and be like, they fucking should have never been allowed to play again yeah, back yeah. in the Aussie team and stuff. And coming up to the uh, the Boxing Day test, what do you think about that? Because well, I, I caught some flack over it. Variety said some stuff. And they're, I and they're, yeah, yeah, I know. But they were like, <laughs> they were like, they were debating what we were saying. Because yeah. I was like, I didn't – like, as, as, a ca- as a captain, Stephen Smith, he didn't really – know about he just wore it that's just what weak, I think I reckon he was I don't he didn't because he didn't actually do it did he who's that Smith. no Steve Smith was just but because but he, 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 was, he saw he, it and being he, the captain yeah that's, no. that's what I'm saying you he could, was weak he could have prevented it that's what I'm saying he was and weak I'm not, yeah and, and that's what people would be saying yeah. if you just go no this isn't happening mm. you know but everyone also again like Australia they, they weren't having the greatest we were going like, shitty they, yeah, they weren't having the greatest season and they were getting Getting rinsed by South Africa, but you look at it, you think there's everyone goes through there. There's ebbs and flows to every sport. Like you look at it, the, like the Broncos were one were a once dominant force. Now they're down. Manly won. Manly were in or won premierships through the the mid mm. to late thousands. They had a few down years. Like Newcastle were once a force. They're down. Yeah. The Lakers were once the Showtime, and now they yeah. It's just they're, they're there's ebbs and back. flows to every sport. Mm. But uh, yeah. just because you're at one of your ebbs doesn't mean you go out. But the, no, but the thing is, it, like, you, like, just say ball tampering. Yeah. Is that just the same as doing? No, see, doing I, I, I reckon. It is. See, I, do you I, think it is, mate? It's a different thing. You, so you, do you, you think they should have been allowed back in? Yeah, yeah. They, they served the their time. See, I yeah. don't serve their time, mate. Yeah, and they they, they served a long time. They served longer than normal. Exactly. And and the thing about them too is they it wasn't just the time they served because. This was the first great um, cricket scandal Australia had in a long time, well, as long as I can remember. And we and, we like to think of ourselves and, as a fair and play, especially as the, a, yeah. the battlers, and as, especially Australia. See, like everyone sees what Australia. What team did the lolly in the mouth? South Africa. Uh, yeah, and yeah, they that got was in trouble for that. Yeah. And yeah. other people. No, no but the, but the thing is, those South Africans they didn't even get in that bit. Like the the bloke who did that. The f- what was his name? Faf- 
Faf Duplassie. Faf Duplassie. Yeah. He had the, the lolly in the mouth to the shine on the ball now. South Africa gave him nothing because South Africa aren't as proud of like, yeah. Ooh, a bit controversial, but like Australia look at the Australian, <laughs> Australian cricket team and say, "Wow, this is like this is Australian cricket team is Australian summer. This is you are the Australian summer. You're the we Australian put ourselves team. on a pedestal in cricket, exactly, and it's meant to be like the Australian. And uh, they obviously don't do the same. They don't obviously meant do the same. to be second the hardest. Hi- yeah, the, yeah, the high, yeah, the highest rank in a sporting world. And this is the thing. All right, they caught, they cheated. They served a they served a long suspension and blokes lost money for this. And it wasn't just a suspension. They, they lost the the fact that they got rinsed everywhere. Oh, News, me, media. Yeah. Warner lost they, his fucking bat sponsorship. Remember they, that bat they, they had from him? He's lost all that money yeah, from that. They, they, lost, lost. they, lost, yeah, they, they lost, lost. They all lost sponsorships. They lost, they lost 12 months of cricket. The Australian cricket team lost games over it. Wait, but honestly, honestly. Does that make you a bad Warner, person though? Wait. Warner's does a cock. does Warner seem like a cocksucker? Yeah, I, no, I think he's better since he came back. I think he he's does, known. Oh, bro, hundred percent. I used to see him at the Coogee Bay Hotel more. before yeah. he made it big. Seemed all right, you know, like he wasn't a big star then, but he served his time. You can say this: does Lodge traumatizing kids? Yeah, exactly. And then this Lodge traumatized kid gets thrown in Rikers. Not even Offerdale gets thrown in fucking Rikers. Okay, <laughs> should do. And, yeah. That's a, that's next week's topic. I'll write that yeah. down. Fourteenth uh, of March, off it out. Get ready. Get ready for the fucking and, pounding and of your I'm life. Not, and I'm and I'm not dragging Ooh, on. Pounding. I don't drag on um, stuff about Matt Lodge. He got his opportunity and he's grabbed it with both hands. And he playing good football. He gives up the piss. He has a family. Sword his out. Sword his drama. He got an opportunity, and he took made the most of it and sorted his life out. These blokes, they. What's worse? There are blokes out there yeah, that exactly. are allowed to play sport after bashing Fire their words. misses and shit yeah. like that. It's only till recently that these people are allowed to, um, are like, that we actually stop domestic violence people in the NRL. Like, someone told me how the NFL deal with things too. Let me tell you, I've watched this once or twice. Ray Lewis was up on a murder charge <laughs> and was still playing. <laughs> and he got off, yeah. okay? It was... A mistaken identity situation or something, yeah. and he's but getting like a Hall of Famer. Like, things yeah, like that. Know? Michael Vick, they yeah, bagged Michael, Michael Vick. Vick, that was Vick had a dog, yeah. <laughs> dog Mick fighting thing. Fucking yeah. raped and murdered dogs or something. Didn't he like, murdered, I, I murdered a heap of dogs. Yeah, they got killed in his, which is a terrible thing. They let him back in. It was things <laughs> like that. What do you reckon about um, Matt Lodge, captain the Bronx? I, okay, All right, this is a controversial topic, and I, I want to talk first here. Okay, you're Bronco man. I, this is. For the Broncos and everything the Broncos stand for, from the day that Matt Lodge got into our system, from the day he got to the Broncos, once the NRL approved his return to Rugby League, he has been nothing but effort, nothing but um, nothing but a, a work of structure. He's been a dominant front rower. He's been uh, he's been a leader. He's he's worked. He's been the He's been the dad, and he's been the, the, the papa wolf of the pack, and the Broncos all look up to him, and I don't see any reason Does why... Does Lodge listen to this podcast? Or yeah. <laughs> no, but I just don't see any reason why he couldn't be. Like, obviously, there may be better men for the job. I reckon, I'd, go, people, I'd, do, I'd go other blokes before him. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying I wouldn't go other blokes before him, but I'm just saying that if... But if... If, if you were going to pick someone and you pick Matt Lodge, I don't see any reason why not. I'd I'd probably pick blokes before him. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> really? Why, I, why not? But why, mate, why not? Mate, Since he got to the NRL, mate, I still think he has 
He's Are we not going to let bygones be bygones? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, put it like this. Just think, I'd, yeah. be di- I'd be disgraced if Dylan Walker was ever captain at Manly. Yeah, after what yeah but Dylan Walker has no leadership qualities whatsoever. He's never led anything. He's a, and he, is a thug. When they lose, all he does is elbow blokes. Him and Tavita Pengai. When was the last time he was in? When, when did he get Simbin this season? Matt Lodge did not get Simbin once. How many times did he get penalised? Copious oh, amounts. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. fucking but cracking no, but jokes. You <laughs> are nowhere drunk. near the amount that oh, anyone fuck. else did. Matt Lodge doesn't get penalised. He, mate, he he's a penalized. tough. He's a tough cunt. He's a good player, but he's a fucking dirty grub at times. He puts his atomic forearm when they did lose. He, did he get Simbin once this season? Answer don't need question. to. You yeah. get penalised. Did he? Did he get Simbin once? Oh, yeah, he no, didn't get, but I don't think he that's, hasn't been Simbin once. Ever since he's been in the Broncos, he's been leader. He's run 150 metres plus just about every game. He makes his 30 tackles. He plays his 60 minutes. Everyone in the Broncos really? looks up to him. If that's not fucking someone who's the leader, who is? Still if, thug. If, yeah, but a thug or not, if you want someone as a Do leader... Do you want him going to see kids in schools? Fuck no. He, that's a time. No, we're not talking about seeing kids in yeah, schools. Are you gonna, the, that's no, what the no, captain no, does, no. mate. <laughs> like... Roddy, if you're running out in a football field tomorrow, who do you want to follow? Some yeah. fairy faggot or do you want to follow Matt Lodge? <laughs> Matt Lodge is a leader. You're not going yeah, to not, see kids at school when you're at Suncorp Stadium. When you're yeah, going there's more to, to it than playing at Suncorp. No, but no, if I'm fucking fuck. talking rugby league, we're, this is war. Yeah. We're going to war. Then, I yeah. want to follow da- Matt yeah. Lodge before but I want to follow any other At that level, there's a difference between the brand and the player. I'd rather, I know, but I'd rather follow footy. Matt Lodge yeah. anywhere. Yeah. I'd follow Matt Lodge into a preschool than I, before I'd follow Darius Boyd. Because Darius Boyd does not show me any mm. reason that I want to fucking get my cock hard and have a go at anything. Well, you know what I'd go? Because he just re-signed. I'd go Alex Glenn, eh? Yeah. No, 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 I'm not saying that he's my first option. Oh, no, I'd, yeah, go, no, I'd go I know Glenn as saying, well. Yeah. I'd, I'd obviously, I'd go Glenn as well. Yeah. But I'm saying if he was, I wouldn't be embarrassed. I'd rather follow him than most other cunts. But if Alex Glenn was the option, then he yeah. is the option. Do you reckon Gillo would have been if he didn't? Oh, yes, he would have been. He had it 120%. 120%. 120%. What a story. I was unlucky, that poor bastard. Like how se- the severity of that injury and to come back and play. And you could see he was, he was playing good, but not as explosive. And then he gets to the point where they find out, mate, no it, good. Yeah, it's funny, though. It's like in the in the later years of like it getting like the way that every like science is developing and stuff. And you see in these players retire early but like jack reed yeah, like when he retired up. it seemed a bit early as well yeah um, it's yeah they, it's, a, playing, it's a tough it? sport they understand sport. that oh, yeah. yeah and that's why too it like, goes both ways like you play longer but you can yeah you can finish shorter. yeah because you can see mm. understand oh fuck i'm fucked yeah um one yeah. of mates david miles he told me he played 123 games and he said to me once he that he reckoned down the track that that would be a lot bigger achievement because of the mm. ferocity of how the game is. And well, retiring at, early. When um no, making one twenty and one him playing one twenty three. Oh, right, right. Making one twenty three is no small feat because even I suppose not even just through injuries, but just through competition in the NRL, mm. competition for spots. Mm. You know the it's average a couple years at first grade. The, yeah, well the average NRL career is thirty two games or what it was it thirty two games. Yeah, they or? reckon that and that's not so, two full so the, seasons. Exactly. So that's when you get to Bloke to have played 120 games, you think, fuck me, mate, you've done it right. You've you've managed three and a half, four seasons like of I'd NRL. Love to play 120 games. And say an example That's too, ridiculous. with what what talking just using Lodge with that example, he's a front rower, so he's had time out of the game for other shit, and he's getting bashed physically. So he's got to make his money when he, can. he can. You know, like when he's still he's getting offered contracts and that, and playing, he's in there getting his head beat in every week in a physical environment. Who knows when that could like 
Giral's an obvious example of, you know, he would have been origin winger the next five, six years. He'd have been the greatest years. winger of all time, yeah, probably. He could, and he could still he's be playing unreal. now. He, he's only, I don't even think he's 30 yet. He's 30, he? he was 30, 30, 30 last week. Yeah, didn't yeah. yeah, just recently. He'd still be in the NRL now. Maybe playing centre or something. Who knows? But that's know? when that's, that's when you give kudos to blokes who, who these days, loyalty is not great. But when you see blokes who stay loyal for less money, especially playing in the forwards to, like... Um, Young Thomas Flegler just re-signed with the Bronx till the end of Sacrifice 2020. Sacrificed a lot of money to play with the Bronx. And, and to play in the middle, and that, as we already just said, these blokes who are playing in the middle getting bashed week in, week out, they're, they're playing to make their money because they have to because they've got maybe a f- maybe a, an average of a 42-game career or maybe they might make their 120 or they might get to 200. But either way, you've got to try and make your money now. So when a bloke like Tom Flegler, who's a young talent, who's had um, 18, 19, maybe 20 games of first grade, goes out and turns down a couple of hundred grand to, to stay at the Broncos, the club that found him, the club that brought him through the ranks, the club that debuted him, you think, fuck, well, good on you, champ. Hopefully, fingers crossed, he does well and stays healthy and stays fit and at the end of the day gets his money. Fuck. That and, Carrigan and, did the same thing. And that's yeah. the thing, those young blokes too, like... You don't know, like you say, when it's going to end. So exactly. you do, you be loyal and you go, I'll brush that extra 200, which you, when over the course of y- your life, if you're continually getting good contracts, that might seem enough. But for your average, like up and coming lad, you go, oh, geez, 200G would have been handy. Actually, I'll be yeah. yeah. I would have been yeah, buying exactly. a house, would have been well, doing that's this. E- that's exactly it. Like, He's um, 20 Flagler, years old. Flagler and Carrigan. Yeah, both 20 years old. Keg, he'd turn down a lot of money. shit himself. You know, blokes who could still be playing like... It's a hard decision. Under 20 football. A very hard decision to and make, and especially because blokes like that, your whole family is, is well, Flegler, he's a Brizzy boy. No, he's Northern boy, he's from up north. Is he? Is he? Yeah. But he's has he been boy. in their system oh. for a long time? Uh, he played twenties there when it was still around. Well, yeah. I know. I know that oh, he's so he's been there quite a while. Been there as, two, a, three, as a young. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know he's got a missus here, and he's obviously comfortable here, which is the main reason he stayed. But like, it's a tough decision to look at all that extra money, and think. Fuck, I'd go there and make X amount. Especially as a fucking 20-year-old getting a hard on for that sort of cash. Yeah. And especially and especially to... looking at a role that may be like... Flegler plays a role at the Broncos at the moment, which is possibly 25, maybe 30 minutes a game. And they say, and we look upon you as playing exactly. bigger minutes. So a side comes on and say, we'll give you X amount, and you, you, you're looking good for 50, 55 minutes. And you've got half a chub thinking you might be hitting the big time here, but then you... It's real hard. You got to think about. Is he in that Maroon Australian squad that goes away? The younger squad? No, they've got they got that thirty-three man squad. Is he uh, in it? They're not, not doing a play. they're not doing a junior. They've just got no, all the no, just picked thirty-three. Play, uh, I know Jaden Sewer is. Yeah, yeah. I, um, there's a few bikes there. Say so you and you say the roosters, the roosters are talking to you. Then they're going, JW, Big Warrior Hargraves ain't going to be here. He only going to be here for two or three more years. And you think. Right, I'll just come off the bench for a while and then opportunity to start and I'm getting it, more do you reckon money. It'd have to depend on what club, though, comes calling and shit, though, as yeah, well. Yeah, it all have to fit in with what your lifestyle and that, mm. too. Like, I can understand, like, if, say, Newcastle, when they have success, that's a nice place to live. If you could get decent money to live there mm. and they're winning... You know, like why well, the roosters are so appealing. He is, um, he is in that thirty-three yeah. squad. I just so checked. all of a sudden, you know, you and it's no offense, but like I found it strange that Curtis Scott went to uh, Canberra. Dude, what do you reckon happened there? Do you reckon he 
I've nah. had to, nothing. He's looking at opportunities to play first grade, and with he would have been the starting centre at the Storm with this um year. yeah with uh with Chambers gone. See, that's the interesting. That's yeah, but it. Then if there's one area they're a little weak, he must it? have been on the outsides. I wouldn't be surprised if they buy a centre before who uh, Melbourne. um the Melbourne the, Melbourne Storm the Storm before the kickoff no, of the season. <laughs> you know, like I don't know, but like with Curtis Scott, I feel like. He may have been on the outside, but he's a bit of a he's a bit loose he's a bit loosey goosey. He's a he is an absolute gun. He's he a gun. Play. Oh, he can play. Yeah. Can play football. So that's why I think that he might have been on the outside. But with the opportunity that arose to play constant first grade, he was though when they won the comp. Remember? Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Got on the sauce a bit. He's a freaking nature, the kid. What about Corey Macklin moving to 5'8", eh? Corey, <laughs> what are you, I'm still, I've still got it in my head that it's alphabetical order or some random yeah, shit like and that. And it could well be. He could play like off the bench. He could play fullback or off the bench. He could hooker. also play front row if he keeps he putting can, some he kilos on. He can play wherever he wants, I think. <laughs> I wonder what the cardio uh, preseason like he's doing or the parts he's participating in. Well, talking to him and he said he's, it's been one of the better preseasons he's done. Like he's, he's putting in the work. And uh, yeah, did you ask him how he how he enjoys his time in England? He does. He's. I think he's raring to get back Where here. Is, yeah. um, Where's his say. missus from? Um, she, from Sydney. Yeah, yeah. So out west there, where where his yeah. family is. Is she yeah. hot? Hmm? She hot? I don't mind her, eh? Oh, well. Yeah, yeah. She uh, yeah, she's hot. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Done deal. Oh, actually, it's crashed out his fiance. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. His Congratulations, fiance. Corey. Yeah. 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 Before that. We didn't just have a minor conversation. Of course, I'll get my best man's feeds ready. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to dust the old threads off myself, hey, Corey? (laughs) (laughs) Big source. We'll do do a live fucking podcast at his wedding. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be at a table in the back. What would have been good if we had the the live podcast at the tavern tomorrow night? I was fucking talking about that the boys are training last week, yeah, and they get a live audience going. That'd be good, like just... Like this when they sit out the front of Suncorp and everyone's yeah. out there listening, cheering. It's a bunch on. of squealers, but some shit. Oh, yeah. Be some like, yeah. Shit being at like we're talking about it, Heath, before the. We're, so we 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 said it obviously on the live one because that gets caught there, eh? They can watch that. Yeah, that's oh, okay, sweet. Video, anyway, so it's not gone. So when we go out to Gundy, obviously, obviously, I want to. Uh, Loaded up a tiny bit, so we need you know some of the boys. Mm. Uh, do you with your schedule? Do you have a trial that weekend or I'd, it'd be around about then? What it it doesn't Clint didn't think they did, but he's not sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't know any of the dates or anything. We just know yeah, we're playing around February sometime. Was there talk of you playing uh, Sunny Coast or something? Well, that's I heard some blokes were talking about it a couple of weeks ago, but I wouldn't have a fucking clue. Yeah, we don't know anyone. I know you were going to early. You were going to uh, this year, but then the we no last it. year we were meant to, and it got rain. Trick was still there, and it was pissing down rain. Oh, thank goodness! Yeah, thank fuck. Hey, yeah, but <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> so um, we spoke. <laughs> we spoke with on your profile here. We yep. spoke of greatest players you've ever played with. Snowy, yeah. who's the worst player you ever played with? Oh, that could be depend. <laughs> day. Depend if blokes are hungover. Yeah. Salas flows from the best to the worst if he's, if he's half cut. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know, eh? <laughs> Play with some Who was your favourite player? Play to watch? <laughs> Who's your favourite player to watch? Like in the NRL? Yeah. And then, yeah, NRL and then local. local yeah, is it, did you have a local, like a person? You local local hero. Who's your yeah. NRL then local hero? Fuck, in the NRL, I was massive Cows fan, so I'm Thurston. But as I've got yeah. older, I love watching Munster play. Yeah, watching how he plays. 
I remember yeah, I remember Trig telling a mate of mine a few years ago when he was coaching him at East, he goes, that kid's a superstar yeah, in the making. He's a freak. And he had him in the centres then mm. at East and he was making breaks from taps. Like, like he'd, he'd get the ball, tap the ball, just dance around like he does fend a couple of blokes or make a break, things like that. Yeah, yeah. well, that, that was the preseason I bailed on. Well, so I did up to oh, Christmas. Yeah, maybe you were saying you're yeah, and then and then Munster was there, and I was like, oh, so Munster's coming back, like he's going to be get dropped back. All right, sweet. I'm not going to see any Q Cup action. Fair enough. Um, yeah. All right. The well, he might have been saying so. Freedy's here. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, yeah, I, I might have to play. I might have to play Fog. Definitely wasn't. How about your local hero? Because this is one for me. Because I watched a lot of footy when I was a young kid. Who was your local hero? Always good looking at watching blokes play. Like, is there someone like? Even what a bloke, an older bloke you've played with since you've been playing senior footy, you know, there might be someone yeah. you go, should I look after that yeah. dude? There's, there's a couple of blokes I can think of. I, I frothed on the Berrigans, eh? Yeah. Are we talking at that level? Yeah. Like, oh, oh, no, yeah. so and they were local people. About, and yeah. they were yeah. local yeah. people, yeah. I'll, fuck, I'll cut some shit. I'll say 3D. I've known, I've known him for a few years now. Yours I remember when just, we first started, I played my first game with him. That was pretty sweet. Get down your knees and suck yeah. his cock. That's funny, man. Fuck, I felt old when we played our game together. <laughs> <laughs> what, was the fir- what was the first game? Was in it Dave? Was yeah. And I, I was fed him the, the worst balls. <laughs> that, like, I played like shit, man. Pumped. Oh, bro. And yeah, when, I think you played. And you, you made that break, did. remember, and gave that ground part? Yeah. yeah but, like, fu- the, the rest of us. Yeah, yeah, they are doing it. Dave was fucking proper pissing around. Yeah. But yeah, but fucking look, like Berrigans, they're just living in Kapara and stuff. Local, and they, no, they live. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they lived on the other side of uh, I got a few, Arana like, number three. Mm. Local like, local legend for me is um bloke I grew up around valleys. My my parents were on the committee at valleys and we watched I was down there my every Saturday, all Saturday was at valleys watching second year footy. And a bloke who was playing there since I, I remember when I was five years old watching him play opens was Michael Knox. Knox, and you got to play with him. And I remember I, w- I was dead set. I was wearing, I was no taller than his footy socks. And then um, I got the opportunity to play with him a bit last year. And I got the opportunity to play in his retirement game. So he's done now, is he? Oh, is he done? Yeah, you can get yeah. married. So yeah. the, day I got, the day that happened, I didn't really realise what it, how big it was until my mum said Sort of my mum after the game, and she said, "Fuck, that's you know, that's pretty cool, you know. Like, you realise you've been fucking since you were this big, you were watching him play footy, and now the opportunity you got to play with him, and yeah. And I thought, fuck, that is pretty cool, and it was yeah, one of those days where I was like, fuck, how good's rugby league, and yeah, Noxie's like just body on the line, exactly. And he was one of those blokes who give you he give you one hundred and ten no matter what, and. That's what that's what I loved about him watching him as watching him as a five year old or watching him as a twenty one year old you know or yeah. playing with him as a twenty two year old you know it's like fuck it's pretty good one one story about Noxie man the funniest thing is I could not stop thinking about it like after training so last year Ryan um I'll pass. yeah, oh, yeah was, the, the, so Ryan's got a spray. mouth on him right oh, so oh, Ryan's yeah. got a fucking mouth yeah. on him and Noxie oh, Noxie was kind of like Noxie's kind of like who the fuck is this kid yeah he's, because, he's told me about yeah, this yeah they're doing they're doing like plays and that was that oh. shit your, that, it was like the worst training you boys delivered remember everyone oh, was dropping everything yeah. and then and we, I wanted to call Ryan, it Ryan tried to tell Noxie where he should run the line or something and Noxie just had it all inside of him. He's like, 
what the fuck? And he throws the ball down to kick it, totally misses the ball and just swings an air kick through. And I saw it happen. Not a lot of people did. And I was, I, I went up to Doxy afterwards. I was like, you understand that I saw the air kick? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, man, I didn't know what other two. It was either fucking try to kick that ball or punch that kid in the face. <laughs> oh, man, it was fun. Because he was like bottled, man. He was like, he tried yeah. to crush the ball like a can, couldn't obviously. And then throw it in his foot. Oh, bro. He's a local hero. Hey man, there's one other bloke I was I looked up to as a kid. I was a, uh, his name was Tyrone. I can't, can't remember his last name to save life me, but he played at Valleys, and he played Valleys Div One, and then they were in the Premier Grade for ages. And he was this hooker, and because I was I always loved playing hooker. Hooker was my position, and he was he was never the best bloke on the field. Was never outstanding, but this bloke I always remember him. He used to come off at the end of every game, and he was fucking bashed every game. But you watch him next week, you'd be down there. And I used to, I was lucky enough as a junior, I was running the tee for all the boys. I was running ball boy or whatever I was doing around the club. And I got to see him and every week he was putting in 120 for whatever team he was playing for. And he was a bloke I sort of look up to, especially because at the time I was playing hooker. And I sort of just, everything he did, I tried to do. So like it wasn't like I'd go home and watch the NRL and I'd see a hooker playing. I'd, I'd, I'd go down to Valleys and I'd have the Arvo. And I'd see Tyrone, and he'd he'd do something, and then I'd try to do, I'd do him in my backyard and pretend I was him instead of pretending I was someone from the NRL. And I thought it was the coolest shit ever. And I've obviously got to meet him a few times, being just a local club man, and it was it was unreal. I fucking loved it, and it sort of I think it made me a bit more humbled to know that these open fellas were just like a bunch of good blokes wanting to play footy. Once I sort of got old enough to realise that it was like that. Once I knew. Like Noxie and I knew Tyrone, a few of those boys. I was like, "This is here. This is like this is rugby league. Blokes who are getting old enough to play, still play good footy, play ones, play threes, play resies, play whatever. They're fucking. They're all good blokes. They're all um, polite enough to come up and have a yarn, sit down, and do it. Like just ha- model your life around, really, because we're all fucking good fellas. And it was a part of my life that I'll cherish forever and just." Knowing blokes that were that much older than me that weren't too proud to come and have a yarn, have a chat, say, get a young fella, how are you? And and I wasn't too proud to say, fucking mate, you're, you're my hero, you know? Does does Noxie listen to this? No. But if he does, Noxie... F- expect a Christmas Day suck. Yeah. Right. Right. So if, if he does, Noxie, fuck you, you know? So right. I, yeah, older blokes to see, I remember watching fucking Mark Legan run around... When I was, because I'm only a few years younger than him, when he was running around playing 16s and shit. Is he out there at, um, yeah, West? he's there. But then, yeah, I played with him in Resis this year. So then we were talking, and I'm like, fuck, that's pretty, pretty wild. It looks yeah. like Josh Dugan now. Beefed up a bit too, eh? Like, yeah, put, on, put on a bit of muscle. Similar size to Dugan. And so for you, so you probably would have watched Norm Proven play live. Um, <laughs> so yeah. who's your favourite? Right, he you also watched watch Noah play fullback as well for Jerusalem. You don't even Jerusalem. know who Norm Proven is. Stop, stop, stop Bro, rugby league like, names, okay? Remember, he was at Sunny Coast when I was up there. So. Oh, he does live up there. Yeah. That would be one of the things. Yeah, one of his highlights was meeting you, okay? <laughs> the future USA <laughs> International. Well there were plenty though. of guys Good like yarn. plenty of guys you'd always see them on TV. Those brothers guys who were killing it and had gone had gone to Sydney and that like Clinton Moore, yeah. Clinton Moore brothers man brothers had heaps of dudes that when they won it, um, probably eighty seven or so, and all these dudes went 
that was the way it was then because like, Brisbane Comp was sort of it was more money going to Sydney. Mm. And, and there was always that shit between Brisbane and yeah, thought Sydney it was Comp. better down yeah. there when it probably wasn't, but it just like at the Sydney. time those opportunities mm. come along. And then the coast got a team. He went there, and I think it was 89, 90, he was playing there. Oh, so did he, he was in Brizzy, then he left for Sydney and came back. I went to, he went to St. George and then went to the Gold Coast a couple of years. He played fucking heaps of games. Yeah. He was playing in like almost mid-90s. 94 or something was his last season down there. So he was there like six years playing, running around in the Sydney comp. Guys like that, you know, you just look up. Steve Haggerty. Mm. Haggerty was manly fullback who come back. He would come back to, and played at Valleys. All those sort of guys, like, you know, you look up to them. Choppy Close. Choppy. Choppy Close. Local lad, fucking growing up, like, fucking from Coon and Barabin. Keener. Yeah, he's one of those sort of, like, just absolute beat. Got signed because his mum told the coach at this new club that he was a good player. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, he, that easy. and he scored 44 tries that year. So that's how he got signed. Um, all right, my next question is, <laughs> just putting in, stats. You, I love stats. Stats are one of my favourite things. Um, is there a stat that stands out to you boys from any one player over as long as you've been watching for Any one stat that stands out and think, wow, that's fucking impressive? I like, I, looking at stats, I like metres covered. Yep. And then when you look at Billy Slater's and meters covered, that's the kind of stat that I think, oh, holy yeah. shit, yeah. man, he's done that much covered work. Yeah. Because even tackling, yeah, I understand like the way that they do tackling stats, but you can kind of be a part of that tackle, that kind of thing. Yeah. Where, so you're the old Nathan Hindmarsh. Yeah, where, where meters you know? co- covered, that, you know, they're tracking that, especially of later. They can track that whole thing and you can see who's working that. Uh, yeah, so I like um, post contact meters. I agree. Yeah, that's I a like post contact. Yeah. yeah, but and then, it, but then, then again, dude, some some post contact meter stats are like a sort of flag by a bloke makes a line break and he's got sort of yeah hand from either side on him. But like I that's for it, everything it, though, isn't it? it? Yeah, but it's fairly accurate. But there is those those anomalies. But I agree. I do like the post contact stat because especially for forwards, mm. I look at it more for forwards because you see a front rower with um, hundred post contact, contact meters. Where their 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 whole game is about the contact, and if you got a forward with um, 100 post contacts, you know that they've hit the line that hard that many times to not just bend the line to 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 push it back to break it. Have like, you seen all those ones the NRL's been doing, like most whatever the, over the past decade? Oh well, yeah, yeah. And you see yeah. there was the forced dropouts one, and Thurston was just fucking oh, raining really? the rest yeah. of them. Cherry like led the. The forty, tw- uh, what was a field goals or forty? Yeah, forty twenties. He had everyone about like fifteen I saw, or whatever. I saw one this morning was um, James Tedesco has been in the NRL for eight years. Yeah, that's fucked. And over his eight seasons, he's averaged five point six tackle breaks every game. Oh, really? So he's more than five tackle breaks per game. If you look at a, if you look at a bloke's game stats, and you can see he's run one hundred eighty meters with. 40 post contacts and five tackle breaks or six tackle breaks, you think, holy fuck, that's unreal. And this dude has done it for eight years. That that, that was a stat that I saw. Was, I was he was like, injured heaps start of his career, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, and, and when, yeah. He, when he was at the Tigers, he was up and down because of injuries. Didn't he do his knee like in his that. debut or some shit? Yeah, blew it, yeah. gone, and slowly come back. So it's just, for him to be able to do that, I was just like, wow, in, wow. In the uh, twenty sixteen grand final, when Melbourne, when Melbourne lost to Cronulla, in a beaten side, Cameron Smith made seventy tackles mm. and set up a try, 
in the 2019 season at West Mitchie, Zach Finn didn't make seven tackles in the whole season. So, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Like, and, and, ru- and ruined seven tries. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, just, I know, I know, like, they all went one-on-ones, but the fact that he came out and he was just getting targeted by that big sharky pack because they were trying to blunt his attack and the count was still fucking a dangerous weapon for him. Fit, I have to be. And, and when the Broncos just, won that last just premiership, experience, brother. when the Broncos won the premiership that time, I was at the game, and Hodges had fucking some ridiculous, he was playing fullback, he had some ridiculous, he'd had 100, no, up near 200 metres in the first half. He was absolutely, that was his thing, he was just untouchable, and you know like how blokes are confident in their place? He yeah. was just, at Berrigan was playing hooker. Yeah, yeah, he did yeah. Good year. And those sort of things because um because Mick, Mickey Innes blew his knee out earlier in the year. Yeah, Innes sucked. He's a good player. Sucked. I watched him play. I watched mm. a game from a few years ago today, and he played hook for the Bronx, and he fucking went pretty well. Mickey Innes. Ah, I didn't mind Mick Innes, and I sort of I said didn't mind him at the Bronx, and then when he went away, I sort of really. Started, I liked him more than Farah. I started to hate him, and then as soon as I um, he had to wait his opportunity too at New South Wales level. Yeah. Innes, like it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I liked him. I sort of like Innes more. I liked him at the Bronx and then I hated him but then I liked him more towards the back end of his career especially more probably once he retired yeah. and hearing him on hearing him on um, like on commentary and stuff like that very smart like, oh he's he, good he, he's yeah. a, very he's an intellectual and he says it how it is uh, I sort of didn't mind him towards the back end of his career but and the start of his career obviously at the Bronx because I'm a Bronx man but like during the middle I was like dude's a cockhead like know? a like, bulldogs and stuff yeah 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 <laughs> Dude smokes cocks, you know. Yeah, and then he, he fits in well with those fox rolls because, and he breaks the game down well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree a lot. Liz, he's good with another hour and nearly twenty minutes. We had an hour oh, twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're nearly, we nearly at us uh, eighty. Jesus, right? Well, fuck. Um, Christmas plans. Christmas plans. Yeah, nah, not much. Grog. I might have a have a good a good nudge on the piss over the next few days, but. That's about me done. What about you, Wills? Sunny Coast, the uncle and that. Yeah. Source, come back. Catch up with Andy Dale. Yeah, Christmas see Andy morning. Dale in the morning. A few beers and that Him and Charlie coming around, are they? Uh, no, just AD. Do I don't you? know what Charlie's doing. I saw him. I was up the coast with him he's, Saturday. He's he? probably still recovering from Bali, the poor Bali. I think he was. He was catting on the piss a little bit. How's he doing? Who was it? Just it was me. You, do you know Damon? Yeah. Uh, Known him for like seven years, so I can't say his last name. Javid Javid or something. Sounds like a bit of blubber, eh? No, he was there. Who else was there? Any blokes you'd know? Jacob Walsh. You know Walsh? Yeah, yeah. A few of us, yeah. Oh, is he playing? Yeah. Um, is that? Is I don't he know. Playing is he going to West? I don't know if he's playing. Yeah. He'll be going to West, surely. Oh, yeah, they're all going play. there. They're all going Sounds there. Sounds like the cast. What do you know Charlie? about that West side? What do you know? Obviously, you're more in touch with those. Charlie's what, going Pert's there. El Park. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, Char- Charlie school. told me he was going. And Charlie also told me there was... Some some rumors of um, them having a large crew through some some form of payments or something. Oh yeah, yeah, money. I've heard that paid. decent money. Yeah, Where would that be coming from? Oh, must sponsors. have good sponsors. Yeah, must have. And in saying that, you're looking at a side that couldn't make the finals in the twos last year. I couldn't see him getting too much. It'd be interesting. Yeah. But even then, they come over trial against Mitchy boys. Yeah, do, do the same thing again. Yeah, him? yeah, just that do that rain? same thing yeah. again. For that the first, I, yeah. for the first twenty minutes, you guys went all right, and then yeah, as I said, then then we went into third gear, and then you just went to bed, <laughs> and, and we woke up. But yeah, I'll be losing about ten kilos over the Christmas holidays. Getting, getting circumcised. Oh no no! 
Nice. I thought you were talking you, about hitting the pipe have, You have all the adventures, though. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Adam? Uh, not going too far. Spend the time with the family. I'll stay tight, and I'll go back. I'll go back to my my new gym on seven o'clock on Friday gym morning. Do you are? <laughs> I'm in two, so it's nice. Sweet. I just got to do things. I just can't sit around. I just can't, I'm just hyperactive, dude. Yeah, we better let Freddie ask Freddy Roddy to wrap this. Picture Shout out up. to right. Mates Merchandise. Yeah. M a a t e s Merchandise dot com. Um, sponsoring the podcast. They are they're they're repping double pluggers at the moment, and they everything that the, their sales percentage goes towards um, Mates for Mates and other um, mental illness for boys in construction and stuff like that. Um, if you go on their site, the promo code for any given Monday is AGM. You get 10% off. Um, yeah, just just go on and support them. We will put a link in our profile. But other than that, Dave and the boys there doing a good job. And then, Roddy, you want to take this bitch out? Fantastic cause. Great. Glad that we can contribute in some small way. Everyone enjoy the Christmas period. Spend time with your family, your mates. You never know when that time could be up. Uh, just a shout out to Zara, my daughter, and my Mrs. Jane. Love is both. Everyone enjoy it. Remember, don't be a mercenary. And if you're not doing anything, come to Fox. the Fernie Grove Tavern tomorrow night. Thanks, Eve. Thanks for coming on, mate. Well done. Yeah, that do over. We did. Okay.